welcome to couch potato. Hi guys, it's me, Joe Wicks here. Just kidding. It's uh, it's the return of the champ, the notorious J-A-M-A-E. Notorious. Uh, yeah, it's me. Copyright strike already. How are we all doing? What is the crack? What is the crack? Um, welcome back. This is episode three. Still not banned. Still not banned, which is good. Um, episode three of Couch Potato and episode one of the new, I guess, I don't know what would you call it, like season episodes. Uh, let's not be pretentious. It's called Mythbust Mondays and it's going to be a slightly shorter episode. Uh, we will be, I say we, I, I am by myself, talking to myself in a room into a small microphone. Um, I will be answering your questions, which you have sent to me via social media. Um, and my inbox is basically questions and uh, proposals to sell pictures of my feet. Um, it's a very, very interesting inbox. Um, but yeah, that's basically what these uh, these Monday episodes are going to be. They're going to be shorter uh, still not sweet, um, but more or less like if you were kind of like ripping off a blaster, I guess. So, uh, like I said, we're going to cover your episodes and I might even be so good as to do timestamps to make it easier for people as well. So we're going to be taking five ep- or five episodes, five questions each episode, kind of address them. Um, and then a few other bits and bobs that I wanted to mention. So yes, so welcome back. Welcome to the start of the week. I hope we're all doing very well. It is, of course, day 10,900 and whatever of quarantine. Um, This year has been very interesting so far. We, uh, Australia, burnt down. Um, Fun fact about Australia, koalas are constantly high. Um, which I found out from a very good Australian friend of mine. Uh, <laughs> apparently they get high on eucalyptus leaves, which is sweet. So I was, I kind of thought they were just for wiping your arse, but whatever. Maybe I've been doing it wrong the whole time. Um, Australia nearly burnt down. Um, Kobe Bryant obviously passed away in a very tragic incident um, that sucked major balls. And then straight after Kobe, we had Kobe. Um, someone decided to see what bat soup tastes like, and uh, been a roller coaster ever since. Like a day after tomorrow, but like with angry middle-aged white people and elderly white people not staying inside when they're supposed to. Um, then of course we had the murder hornets. Good crack all around there. And finally, uh, we have a global civil war, civil rights issue going on. Um, And not to diminish that in any way, shape or form, but 
I think the world has gotten very interesting in the last six months. Um, and it is not the, uh, not within the confines of this podcast to talk about racial equality issues. Although if you don't believe everyone should have the same rights, then you should probably not be listening to this. And that accounts for everyone, uh, irrespective of their color, nationality, religion, culture, and who they love or what they identify as. Everyone deserves to be treated equally. And if you don't treat them equally, you're a ball bag. So there you go. Right, grand. Covered all the issues of the world and everything is solved. Now on to the very important questions such as... Salary. <laughs> salary is great. Especially if you light it up and just smoke it. Um, I'm not going to count that as a question. So the first, the first proper question will address first proper proper question I'm only five minutes in at this stage first proper question we will address are all calories equal and the answer to that is yes because a calorie is not a tangible thing it is a unit of measurement so irrespective of what we may think all calories are equal how our body metabolizes nutrients is not so that's where the difference uh, should be made. So whenever people say like, oh, like what you eat doesn't matter, da 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 like as long as you're in a calorie fucking deficit, guys, um, might not always be the best advice for everyone. Knowing that certain foods are more thermogenic than others, so by thermogenic we simply mean that it just it costs our body more energy to actually use them. So like with protein, for example, it is the most thermogenic of the three macronutrients, although there is an argument for alcohol, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. Um, but protein essentially costs roughly around a calorie to, uh, to metabolize, break down, and use for whatever purpose it's going to be used. Um, Arguably even more so if there is conversion in there because it costs energy to convert protein to carbs to fats. Um, so, kind of long story short, are calories equal? Yes, but we don't eat calories. We eat nutrients, if that makes sense. Uh, it's the same way like if you were measuring electricity um, like a, a laptop doesn't, it doesn't run on volts, it runs on electricity, so it does, or battery, or I don't know how the fuck that works, but it's that same kind of principle, so, um, depends on what you want to look at it, but no, nutrients aren't equal, calories are, um, next question, does drinking lots of water help you lose weight? Passively, it could do. It very well could do. So the way that would work is uh, you would piss yourself and then running to the toilet would burn more calories. Um, there is a secondary function as well though, however. 
um, possibly a tertiary if you want to look at it in certain uh, applications. But kind of like the main way in which drinking more water will help you lose weight is it'll sub, like it'll simply um, it takes up more room um, in the gut, and so when the gut when the volume of whatever in the gut increases, and that expands to push out what do you call it like the lining of the gut, the muscles, the walls that kind of triggers a cascade of hormones, which will tell you that you're fuller or you're more full, so you're more satiated, um, which if you're not tracking calories or anything like that, or whatever, then it might mean that you will kind of passively then decrease your food intake. So there's nothing magic about water inherently. In fact, other fluids might be better. So carbonated drinks might be better because of the, um, well, the sweetness for one, but also uh, the air and whatever comes with it, the gas that comes with it actually increases that sort of gastric, um, sort of the gastric volume more so than than just fluid on its own. Um, and then another application could be how it can be used to facilitate greater water loss, um, which again, that's more to do with the sports or or whatever else the context may be that requires you to drop a significant amount of weight in a very short space of time so like water loading and then uh, water restriction and the effect that can have on weight loss but again it's probably going to be that sort of uh, volume in the gut and how that ultimately affects your satiation which is how water can help you lose weight Basically, uh, basically, basically, basically. Uh, next question. These are all super fun, guys. Super fun, super fun, super sexy. Uh, <laughs> you're not losing weight because you're not eating enough. Okay. There's two ways to answer this question. If we were robots then the answer to this would be that is false. So, or even if we were like lab rats, in fact. So there there has been studies done in this. This is how fun I am. There has been studies done to actually investigate this very theory that if we restrict food enough, it will get to a stage where weight loss ceases to occur which is absolutely not what happens. Um, and if you want further proof on that one, just go and check out the Minnesota starvation studies, I think they're called. Or you can go check out the... Um, there was research done that retroactively looked at the um, Dutch famine that occurred, I think it was World War Two, World War One, World War Two. Um basically that showed that yeah if you don't if if food is continually restricted the person will lose weight um, so they will up until they are titty bred titty breed um, and like even for the Minnesota one like all they did was they restricted calories heavily they were in a 
clinical setting where they were monitored constantly by a by a team of actual professionals, not just your local PT who thinks carbs uh, could give you AIDS. Um, these were um, these were researchers who give the participants in the study food, um, monitored their vitals pretty much throughout the day. They were in a they were in a ward the entire time, metabolic ward. And they uh, basically found that irrespective of how low food went, how low activity was, like if they were below their whatever given maintenance, they would continue to lose weight. So they would, irrespective of how much movement they were doing or whatever else. Uh, but now if you should actually take that and you put it into real life practice, we are not robots. And to restrict food severely, what ends up happening is if people aren't under-reporting or whatever, which is pretty common, um, you will restrict so much to the point that you will binge. Because it's, it's, it's essentially a survival mechanism at that stage where it gets to the point where your body's just like, hey, dumb shit, look at all this food around us, stop starving me, I'm going to eat whether you want me to or not. Um, but also our body has other mechanisms which will help if it feels like we are in a period of starvation because irrespective of what we think our bodies are quite smart so not only will our activity decrease so that's not just how much energy you actually expend during a programmed workout or how much exercise or activity you actually do in that workout but also the things that you do more subconsciously so that's it's described as your need need up 24 7 oh, making a career off moving um that's that will decrease significantly um so it will and that can account for up to or well over a thousand calories worth of energy expenditure a day so if that gets like cut in half or cut by 75 percent then the amount that you've restricted and the amount that you're actually burning, you might actually end up putting yourself at maintenance, if not in a surplus by accident. So that's getting into the maths of it. I'm not very mathematical. Didn't explain it that well. Um, but basically our body has mechanisms to adjust for periods of starvation. And when you put us in a real world uh, scenario, it's virtually impossible to not eat enough consistently like a robot to the point where you'll lose weight because eventually you will just cave and you will binge or whatever else. Like it's it's going to happen and it's just like people binge when they're not in a deficit. So like, and you can look at, there is so much data out there that just shows that it's almost a matter of time when you restrict to that degree and that people do chronically and consistently under-report whether they are aware or unaware of what they're doing. So you stick them in a lab, yes. You put them in a real life sort of scenario, then I would agree that you probably will stop losing weight at a given stage because you're not eating enough and that's simply down to 
how your body's going to fight back. Uh, carbs make you fat. Depends how much you have. But no, nothing inherently makes you fat. So it doesn't. Uh, that is all to do with eating above your maintenance consistently for a long period of time. Fat gain is actually quite a slow process. So at least significant fat gain is quite a slow process. Uh, let's pick out, let's pick out, I'm only supposed to do five here guys, so I might actually break the rulers. Let's pick out, some dog breeds are aggressive. False. <laughs> Dogs are only a manifestation of their owner's behavior and what their experience in life are. Just like people. Except for people don't tend to have owners. Apart from if you're whipped, yo. Um, okay, not really a nutrition question, but... So I'll do a nutrition, no, a nutrition question after this, just want to answer this one. Um, should women exercise differently to men? Mm, to make a grand sweeping statement about it? No. Um, also, it kind of depends on what your goals are. Um, however, if you want to be like really sort of nuanced about it, there might be some argument that women who aren't on birth control and stuff might perform better or get more out of a training program that is tailored around their menstrual cycle. Um, But you might be hard-pressed to find a PT who's good enough to know that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I actually put up a post about that ages ago. So I might actually just repost it, maybe. Maybe. Let's see. Let's pick one last one here, guys. Love your vibes. Let's connect. Suck my butt. Um... Okay, low-carb diets are the best for burning fat. And what is that? Making you... Oh, that's why I can't open it. Okay, so basically low-carb diets are the best for burning fat. Um, again, I'm probably going to answer this in a way that's going to confuse people. A high-fat diet is the best way to burn fat. Because the body will adapt to metabolize and break down its primary source of energy. So if you're eating more fat, you will, of course, break down, burn more fat. Does that translate into you breaking down existing fat stores? Only if you're in a calorie deficit. So <laughs> there's nothing like... A low-carb diet might work for fat loss purely because you've somehow pushed yourself into a calorie deficit, whether that be through the total amount of food you're eating or because you're eating more protein and how thermogenic that is. And also the conversion rate from protein to carbs to fat. But it depends on a whole lot of factors. But there's nothing inherently 
special from a fat loss perspective from a low carb diet. Most of the initial weight loss will be food in the gut. Um, the, most carbohydrate sources tend to be, well, carbohydrate sources might be more voluminous and also contain foods that take long or, or components that take longer to digest, so like fiber and complex carbs and whatever else. Um, and they tend to be a bit more bulky as well. Whereas fats, you know, if you were to compare 70 calories of fat to 70 calories of carbohydrate, I don't know why 70, let's go for 100 instead. The fat volume-wise will be a lot less. Although fat does take a while to digest as well, but simply because it just it's less volume, then there'll be less weight. So that's one reason, but also... A great deal of water loss occurs quite quickly when you're on a low-carb diet. Um, but the application for low-carb would probably be better for... Um, not even low-carb, but just lower-carb. It might be better for people who have some sort of metabolic conditions. So PCOS might be a good one. Uh, type 2 diabetes for some people might be a good one. There's some evidence that supports low-carb diets uh, improving uh, like symptoms in terms of kind of like the severity and, and frequency um, of, uh, what do you want to call it? What is the word? Epilepsy. So reduces the severity and frequency of epileptic fits in those who suffer with them. Um, but also there's evidence that might support low-carb diets as facilitating loss of menstrual cycle so it might not be best for women you know so you just kind of have to weigh up the, con the the pros and cons of these things um and to make a grand sweeping statement to say like all low-carb diets are shit is false but also to say that they're the best thing ever would also be false um and that's what i'm like you ask me where you want to go to food, I'll say, I don't know. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to watch on TV? <laughs> I don't know. Just the worst person on the planet, guys. Absolute dingleberry that I am. Um, and that was actually the five questions, and we managed to do that in under 25 minutes. Well, 20 minutes, considering tw uh, five minutes of it was just pure gub shit. Um, so, yeah, I hope, hope that kind of answered some questions. I know it wasn't very entertaining. I know the crack might have been a little deficient today. So I thought what I might do at the end, uh, someone asked me my opinion on something. And kind of just felt like I wanted to talk about it. So... Hands up, hands up, if you've noticed these adverts. Now, this is more to the actual coaches and uh, PTs, whoever else who listen to this podcast, for all two of you that do. Um, has anyone noticed the rise in coaches who are coaching other coaches how not, how to coach other coaches, how not to coach people? Do you understand what I'm saying there? You've got coaches, business coaches, quote-unquote, who are ex-PTs, who are now coaching current PTs. 
how to get out of PTing to coach other coaches? Am I the only the only person who sees the fucking fault in that? Like, and this is why, like, like I'm uh, most days I'm standing with two fingers up to the industry because I think it's fucking bullshit from top to bottom. And there's no like, there's no integrity or, or morality in most of the shit that's out there right now, and it's so frustrating to see because like, I, the people I know who genuinely care about helping people make less money than the arseholes who are only interested in the money. And, like, that, to me, kind of extends out to every aspect of life, which is quite sad. And if you want any finer example, just look at the... F- just look at politicians, like. Politicians comparative to NHS frontline workers. <laughs> I mean, who's helping more society out of them, too? I tell you what, it's like a fucking frontline nurse over Boris Johnson any day, like. Stupid retard. Anyways. Um, that's politically incorrect for me to use that word. Uh, he is deficient in intelligence. Put it that way. Um. So yeah. So if you want my opinion on that, I think it's I think it's a joke, basically. Um, and I have absolutely no respect for anyone who does it. And there's a couple of people in Northern Ireland to do it as well. Like people that, well, at least one guy that I used to respect. And now he's just constantly in my feed telling me that I haven't booked in my call or whatever to chat them about how to get out of coaching. I'm like, man, get yourself some standards with you. Um, yeah, this has been quite a ranty podcast, guys. Might need to have some better crack and cheer myself up snort some more caffeine or something um even get on a guest maybe get on like a comedian so i'm not just sitting here complaining the whole time (laughs) oh god god almighty maybe it's just a sunstroke talking i think i burnt my head to a crisp yesterday like but yeah um mythbust mondays there we go. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, again, I think we've got like people listening all across the globe, which is sweet. Big in Malaysia right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just like Sometimes I just like to talk to myself, like, as a rant in these things, and I don't know how much people want to listen to that. And now I'm just, I've been ranting for, like, two or three minutes, so. So I'll, I'll square it off here. But, yeah, I hope I hope there's some information in there that's useful. I hope there's some information in there that's um, helpful that you can grab onto. Um, could go back and timestamp it. Could, inverted commas, we'll see if that happens. Um... But uh, again, just want to say 
appreciate everyone who listens to it. Uh, I know how unbearable I can be at times. Trust me, I live in my own brain 24-7. But I do understand that I have a voice that is akin to audible chocolate. So uh, you have to put up with the... It's the content, not the actual noise that sucks. And that's the main part of the podcast. Me just slowly lullabying you to sleep. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate everyone who listens. Um, I will probably have to have a guest on sooner rather than later. <laughs> uh, yeah. Stay safe, wash your hands. Um, all jokes aside, you know, the equality issue is very important and I think it's a shame that such a large group of people have to fight just so that their lives matter. Like, understand that it's just that their lives matter. Not that they want to be better than anyone else, just that they matter. They're not treated like fucking animals and killed in the street. I think that's a shame. Um, And if you can do anything for it, even if it's just sharing something, like it's it's more than it's more than enough, you know. Um, just it's all individuals, you know. You do your part, and uh, I think our generation will probably be the generation of change. To be honest, you'll see young people um, fighting back. I think against all this systemic bullshit that we've had to put up with since the day we were born. Uh, whether it be Northern Ireland being run by religion and whatever or racial inequality in the US and worldwide even in the UK it's quite bad Uh, yeah and sure it's only fucking June so let's see what else happens in 2020 will we (laughs) alright cool thanks guys Um, hope you guys enjoyed it uh, that was my tummy rumbling. Hopefully the mic didn't pick it up. Um, and yeah, I appreciate you all listening. Uh, I appreciate all the support. And I look forward to chatting shit to you all next time. Cheers, guys. Peace.